Good moment, everybody. This is The Major Malfunction with Terry Wilkerson. I am your aforementioned host, Terry, and this is the podcast where a normal man takes a look at an abnormal world. We're starting out the new year. Well, if you watch the Golden Globes, you know exactly where I'm going to go with this. Ricky Gervais just took a giant shit all over Hollywood, and they basically paid him to do it. Now, I don't watch the Golden Globes at all, but if you are going to have a scenario where Ricky Gervais, who I find to be a brilliant comedian, sometimes uncomfortable even for myself, and you're going to give him an opportunity to face the entirety of the movie-making industry in the United States, and for that matter, in Britain, and give him an open mic to say whatever he wants, I'm going to pay attention to that. And that is exactly what happened. If you haven't seen this Golden Globe speech yet, go on to YouTube, go on to WashingtonPost.com, go on to NBC, whatever website you use to obtain you know, news content, they have coverage of this. Ricky Gervais comes out and talks about how he's doing his fifth and final hosting job for the Golden Globes. Give me one second here. Wild cherry fizzy water. Love it. And then Gervais proceeds to go off on this incredibly funny and dry tirade about how Hollywood is a bunch of hypocrites. He starts making jokes about Joe Pesci, referring to him as Baby Yoda. I mean, that, you know, we have at this table, we have Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, and Baby Yoda. Oh, I'm sorry, that's just Joe Pesci. Please don't have me whacked. Makes fun of Martin Scorsese. One of, one of the best lines of the night, he was talking about a movie, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I have not seen it. I'm not really interested. But he says, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio went to see this movie, and it was so long that by the time it was over, his date was too old for him. I mean, Gervais just, he took very subtle, very dry, but very strong shots at Hollywood, and then turns around and talks about how they're a bunch of hypocrites, how they support companies like Apple, who, in his words, runs sweatshops. And uh, another great one, if ISIS had a streaming service, you guys would be calling your agents. He calls Hollywood out on this bullshit, and it's hilarious. The most uncomfortable thing I think I've ever seen, the camera did a shot, it panned from, I think, Meryl Streep to Tom Hanks. And Tom Hanks had this look on his face of, um, uh, where's the sniper? Meryl Streep, Meryl Streep, to her credit, she looked like she was going to run up on stage and just kick Gervais's ass herself. That crowd was absolutely uncomfortable, and Gervais actually finishes it off by telling them, don't, when you, if you win an award tonight, don't come up here and give a political speech because you're completely out of touch, you know absolutely nothing, you have been, most of you have been in school less than Greta Thunberg. I believe I'm pronouncing that right, because she's the most irrelevant person in the world right now. You know, so come up, thank your God, or whatever you believe in, and then fuck right off. See, that's the kind of thing that Hollywood needs. It needs a little kick in the ass from somebody who's considered among them. You know, I mean, he's the host of the Golden Globes. So, he's, you know, shouldn't he be one of them? Shouldn't he be up here giving one of these political speeches? What just happened? A guy just came in and gave a dose of fucking reality to you guys. That's what happened. That's what happened. Ricky Gervais got up on that stage 
And this is Saturday, so we're talking a few days ago now, because yes, I am behind. But he got up on that stage, and he dropped some real shit on these guys' asses. And I cannot hope, I cannot help but hope that maybe somehow this is where Hollywood and the elites and the media elites start to look at things and go, well, shit, we don't have everybody snowed, so what now? I mean, it's really, to me, there's two options about what could happen next. Number one, Ricky Gervais could mysteriously Epstein himself. Or number two, somebody else in the media will pick up on it and go, eh, he's kind of got a point there. And, you know, Ricky Gervais kind of got in trouble. I, I, I don't quite know how long ago it was because I don't pay attention to Hollywood media at all. But apparently Gervais is not exactly in the best standing because he made a comment on Twitter that uh, it's a gender, wow, I really need coffee. The gender is binary, that there is male and there is female, and that it's not fluent and he's not going to accept it. J.K. Rowling, by the way, the author of the Harry Potter books, kind of in hot water for the same thing. So basically you're telling me J.K. Rowling and Ricky Gervais, both in trouble for speaking the truth. Because gender is binary, it's scientific, it can't be fluid. Gender is male and female. You have a penis, you're a male. You have a vagina, you're a female. We've addressed this in a previous show. Ricky Gervais and J.K. Rowling come out, and they say basically the same thing, that they refuse to accept snowflake ideology when it comes to scientific basis, and then everybody throws a goddamn fit. Well, you know, there's the, uh, and I only found out about this because there was something on Facebook, and I didn't read it, my wife did. She told me that there was a uh, thing on Facebook Harry Potter fans unite behind J.K. Rowling despite blah, 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 blah. Despite? Well, let me take a look at this. Let me see what's going on. So she reads it to me. And sure enough, J.K. Rowling came out. Like I said, you know, there's gender is binary. Gender is black and white. You know, you can't escape reality. And she's not going to support that. So now all of a sudden, is she on the hit list? Is she on the Epstein list? Is Ricky Gervais on the Epstein list for the same thing? Well, he sure as hell is now. Now that he sat there and told, you know, Martin Scorsese that he can't go to Disneyland because he's too short for the ride. But this is what Hollywood needs. This is what the elitist media needs. They need somebody who, if if not one of their own, is at least on the periphery of the Hollywood elite. They need somebody in their own midst to stand up with a loud voice and a public platform and to say, look, this has gone too fucking far. You know, we're all about diversity, quote-unquote. And when we hear diversity and inclusion, when you and I, when logical people, when we think diversity and inclusion, what we mean, what we think, what we mean is, oh, he's black? That doesn't matter. She's a woman? That doesn't matter. They could do the job. They could do this. They're just as good a person. I don't assume that somebody's a criminal because they're black or Mexican or anything else. I don't assume that, you know, a, a guy is a... Uh, uh, spousal spouse abuser because he's a guy wearing a wife beater. I don't assume a woman is a whore just because she's a woman. See, that's the actual meaning behind diversity and inclusion. When they use diversity and inclusion, it's just buzzwords that they've used to cover up the word decency. It's called human decency. Ricky Gervais gets up on stage and he spits out a monologue where 
he actually made fun of diversity by saying there was an in, more, an in memoriam that we were going to do on this show, but I decided not to because all the people who died were white. That little shot at the elitist concept that everything has to be diverse and inclusive, even if that means they have to go out and find a bunch of quote-unquote minority celebrities that died over the uh, course of the year, just to make it inclusive. That's the thing Gervais was attacking there. You and I, logical, normal, thinking people, we look at the world automatically through the lens of civility and decency. We don't need to be told you have to be diversified, you have to be inclusive. Diversification is for a fucking portfolio for your for your stock portfolio, sorry. Okay, it doesn't mean that you automatically have to go out. These th there have been laws passed over the years that where you have to interview so many women for a job, you have to interview so many minorities for a job, but nobody can seem to get a handle on the definition of minority anymore. Ugh. I know I've talked about this on other shows, but it's my show and I can do whatever the fuck I want, especially going into 2020. Because it's time to make America see clearly again. Don't forget, in 2020, your libertarian candidate for president, me, this guy, Terry Wilkerson, yes, I have, I have announced previously when I had social media, I no longer do. So this is really the only platform where you can get a hold of me. I have announced that I am running for president. Don't forget, in the year 2020, make America see clearly again. Vote Terry Wilkerson. So, Ricky Gervais, J.K. Rowling, these big names that you would think would be kind of Hollywood icons. It would be liberal elitist icons. But no. You know, they, they kind of, you know, especially Gervais goes out there and takes a giant shit all over Hollywood, takes a shit all over the elitist media by telling them they're completely out of touch and making fun of basically everything they've come to believe in. And you see all these jokes already. The, the one single social media platform that I'm still active on is Reddit. Um, and anybody who, who has been on Reddit and seen anything... You, you knows that it's it's brutal. Reddit is brutal. It, Twitter is just merciful, but merciless. But Reddit is fucking brutal, and that's one of the reasons I love it. And I've been ripped apart on on Reddit with some of my responses because I don't always agree with the the subreddits I belong to. I don't always agree with the the con you know the content, and I make my voice clear, and I get ripped apart on it, and I'm fine with that. Because that's what people who aren't fucking snowflakes do. We get ripped apart and we just, you, you, you put your pants back on and you go back to work. So Ricky Gervais, I'm going to keep going back to him because I've been a fan of that guy since, um, there, there's a great movie that he did called The Invention of Lying. I'm not going to spoil it for you. Go watch the movie. About an hour into it, you're going to realize what the title means. And I remember seeing it the first time and just when the realization hit smile. I could feel it spread all over my face because I was like, oh my god, this is fucking amazing. So now Ricky Gervais and the, the, how about a drinking game, guys? Go back and listen to this podcast again and every time I say Ricky Gervais take a shot. How's that? So he's in the Hollywood crosshairs right now. He's in the media crosshairs right now. J.K. Rowling is in the media crosshairs right now. The funny thing is there are so many people out there who have been trying to say the same exact goddamn thing, but because we don't have a voice with the elite, 
eh, there's nothing anybody, you know, they, they, they don't care. They just kind of brush us off like flies. Well, all right, well, that person's a normal person. They don't count. But now you've got one of, quote-unquote, your own, or in this case, two of, quote-unquote, your own, who have kind of taken a stand that really goes against everything your little cabal is supposed to believe in. What do you do now? Well, I guess we're going to see what happens. Don't, I, 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 uh, I don't want to say that because that's just a really bad joke, isn't it? You know, the whole Epstein himself thing, I already said it, but don't really want to say it again. Do I? Well, I kind of just did. At any rate, hey guys, it's 2020. It's 2020, and I didn't even realize until about midway through December that we were coming up on the end of the decade. It just, as much as 2020 was in my head, it didn't occur to me that, holy shit, this is the end of the 2010s. It was just 2005 the other day. And now all of a sudden it's 2020, it's 15 years, and I kind of went, what, what, what's, what's happening here? Apparently I was out of the loop. Um, and now, wow, you know, 2020, January 7th, 2020, that clicky noise is, by the way, my old Bic four-color pen, I'm sure you guys know and love and remember these things, kind of a nervous habit. So we're, uh, we are back, we are back here for 2020 on The Major Malfunction with Terry Wilkerson, formerly known as The Tarant, formerly, formerly known as The Major Malfunction, um... And we get some really good content lined up for you guys. We, as I talked about in, I guess you would call it a trailer, as I talked about in the trailer for another show, we do have a fourth show on the 1975 Productions imprint, if I can use the fancy term. I guess it's technically it's not, well, it might be, I don't know. I'll look that up and I'll let you guys know next time. The 1975 Productions board. That's what I'm calling it. Um, we have another show lined up. We just need to get things together. Uh, a great, great show with a great host getting lined up. Uh, we still do have Tarant Sports, formerly My Three Sports. We keep changing the names because they just don't sound right to me, and it's my goddamn show, so I'll do what I want. Uh, the Tarant Sports, we actually just dropped a new episode of that this morning. A quick rundown of um, Wrestle Kingdom 14. Monday Night Raw, and just a couple of blurbs about what's going on in the world of baseball and NASCAR, because that's what we do on that show. This show, we're, trying again, we're going to try to get more episodes out for you. Um, we have not forgotten. We, I, I, because I am the writer, director, producer, you know, I am the Hollywood elite of my own podcast. So I hope Ricky Gervais, take a shot, doesn't, you know, cut a promo on me. Yeah, I just said that. Deal with it. <laughs> so I'm trying to get uh, stuff together to try and put this content out more often because I, I tried to walk away from it, but I'll be honest with you. I love the reactions you guys have. I love the feedback. I love doing this show and I'm, I'm happy to do it. it. It's been a lot of fun. It didn't, it wasn't fun for a while as I addressed in the trailer for this season. It wasn't fun for a while, but I'm going to make it fun. I'm not going to let it be a burden anymore. You know, yes, they've impeached Donald Trump. It's not going to go anywhere. You know, and, and, and I let my reactionary side take over and, and just kind of 
go through the roof. You know, they couldn't if they couldn't fucking you know get Bill Clinton. If they couldn't find Bill Clinton guilty of shit that it, it could have been more obvious if it was on camera. They're not going to touch Trump, and even so, oh, okay, it, it, it's meaningless nowadays. All the left is doing is just digging themselves a deeper and deeper and deeper hole. And Nancy Pelosi is going to end up being remembered as probably the laughing stock historically of Speaker of the House uh, um, ascendance. Because you ascend to that power. You ascend to that position. You become deified into the Speaker of the House. And Nancy Pelosi is going to end up being one of the biggest jokes in the history of that office. So I just, I, I'm not going to lose, I'm going to lose my mind over it because that's what I do and that's what you guys expect. But in the long term, it doesn't even matter anymore. I'm just going to do me. You guys do you. All right. Uh, so this has been a rant, a ramble, perhaps more than it has been in a while. So at any rate, we're going to try to get some new shows out to you guys later on in the week. Welcome back to The Major Malfunction with Terry Wilkerson. And, you know, hey, if you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, dirty limericks, anything like that, I can be contacted, well, right here on Anchor.fm, the platform that I record this podcast on. Uh, This particular podcast, by the way, is available on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Pocket Casts, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get and download your podcast content. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. If you have the capability of doing so, leave a five-star rating. Tell a friend, tell a family member, tell a stranger, telephone, telegraph, tell a woman. Somebody get me some water. We'll see you next time. And in the meantime, remember, everyone is entitled to my opinion.